Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hi there, welcome. It is me, Eric Erickson. The phone number is 877-973-7425 should you wish to be on the program. I'll get the phone calls in this segment, I promise. we got to get to Joe Biden, but there's some breaking news happening. In Tennessee, protesters have stormed the state capitol. Video shows them shoving state troopers trying to push their way into uh, the legislative general assembly that is meeting. Uh, Some Democrats have stormed the rostrum uh, and taken over the floor of the Tennessee State House. Uh, This is called an insurrection, isn't it? It's worse than 9-11 and storming the beaches of Normandy. That's what we were told when it happened in Washington, D.C., right? I mean, these are violent protesters shoving the police, pushing the police to the ground. There's video of it happening. The national media is going to be outraged. Are they absolutely outraged? Aren't they? Isn't isn't that the case? Uh, I mean, you, you've got protesters storming in, pushing police to the ground. You got them taking over while the legislature is meeting, taking over uh, the DS of the rostrum in, in the state the legislative assembly. You, you got them shouting down Republicans who are trying to govern, who are trying to meet. Um, this, this is this is called an insurrection, is it not? This is this is an insurrection, not just a riot, but an insurrection. And all these people need to go to prison. Correct? The FBI needs to take everybody's cell phone data, round them all up, but lock them up and throw away the key. Correct? That's what we were told about January sixth. Which, by the way, I've said was a bad thing. It wasn't good. Should not be encouraged. But this is the same thing at a state level, and you will notice. Because it's Democrats demanding gun control, you're not going to hear a lot of people in the media talking about it tonight, are you? You're not going to have crying on CNN and MSNBC over this one, are you? In fact, they'll probably be made out to be the heroes. Funny how that works. In Washington, D.C., they are concerned about the border. Secretary Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, actually has gotten into it uh, with uh, Ted Cruz and others and uh, refusing to acknowledge the chaos at the border, refusing to acknowledge the humanitarian crisis at the border. You had uh, people detained in Mexico set fires to mattresses, caused the deaths of 30-some-odd immigrants. Democrats are mad at Joe Biden over this because they say he's embracing Donald Trump's policies of detainment. He's also detaining people inside the United States now, behind fences. AOC said those were concentration camps when Donald Trump was there. She's been incredibly silent. we got all sorts of people coming around. I don't know if you've seen the video on Fox News, the Chinese immigrants, the people from China coming over. And uh, one of the people talking about this is, is Steve. Steve is on the phone from Idaho. Welcome, Steve. Hi, Eric. How are you? Good. What's going on? Well, I just wanted to just bring up a comment or something that I've seen in Axios. And uh, it was on the Chinese immigration from the southern border. And uh, it seemed to double already in 2023. I just thought that was pretty worrisome. And I just kind of wanted to get it what you thought about it. Yeah, you know, so um, Griff Jenkins uh, at Fox News and Bill Malugan have now been interviewing these people. Many of them don't even speak English, and uh, they they can't answer how they got there. 
uh, and they're crossing the country. You know that we we found jihadists from the Middle East. Thankfully, they got caught uh, by ICE uh, coming over Immigration and Customs Enforcement. For the Biden administration and Secretary Mayorkas to claim that the border is secure uh, is fatuous nonsense. How do Chinese citizens get across the southern? How are they even doing it? They fly from Beijing, Shanghai, Hong Kong, wherever, to Mexico City, and then they hire people to drive them north, and then they walk across the border. And, and it, I mean, dozens of them. Bill Malugan has them on film. The White House won't address the situation. We've had Russians and Ukrainians. We've had uh, Middle Eastern jihadis, people from all over the place. Is this not the most bizarre thing? Hey, come to a United States, have an adventure, fly into Monterey or Mexico City and cross the American border. See the American Southwest, the great unexplored landscape of North America. Cross the Rio Grande. I mean, that, that must be the ad campaign in Hong Kong these days. It is absurd that this is happening along the, the U.S. border, that this increase is just inside, just outside the border. It is truly absurd. And yet these sorts of things continue to go on. Um, by the way, breaking news happening right now. Uh, Ron DeSantis is inside the Georgia state capitol meeting with the governor of the state, Brian Kemp and others. Uh, DeSantis is on his book tour. And the Trump campaign has somebody outside um, Fury um, filming, and they got a Trump bus outside Adventure Outdoors. Now, for those of you outside the Southeast United States, Adventure Outdoors is is one of the or is the largest gun stores in North America. It's a massive gun store. Ron DeSantis is doing an event at that gun store and a book signing. He's on a book signing tour. He's using the book signing tour to get around uh, a lot of the uh, campaign regulations. It's a legitimate expense. The Trump team is spitting mad about it, which, you know, I, I guess this is a great way to, to to get into this, and we'll get into Biden here in a minute because a lot of people have questions. A lot of polling has come out in the last uh, week, including from Fox News, showing Donald Trump soaring into the lead uh, for the Republican nomination nationwide. At the state level, DeSantis is still ahead of him in places like Georgia, Iowa, New Hampshire. Keep in mind that Rudy Giuliani was in first place at this time in 2007 in all the national polling, uh, which is where Donald Trump is at this moment. Donald Trump now leads all the national polls uh, for the Republican nomination, just like Rudy Giuliani in 2007. Will it last? I think the prosecution in New York has done a lot to help Donald Trump. That, I suspect, is why there's a growing level of panic among Democrats. Uh, Democrats really wanted Alvin Bragg, the New York Manhattan DA, to get Donald Trump. They, they didn't really care. They just wanted him. Get, get that SOB. I mean, that, that was kind of the Democrats' philosophy. Keep in mind, it's not me saying Donald Trump is an SOB. It's the Democrats. The Democrats, just get that SOB. Bury him under the jail. Find some reason to get him. That, that's what the Democrats want. That's their view. That's their philosophy. Here comes Alvin Bragg in New York, a George Soros-funded prosecutor. He's like, I'm going to be the one to get him. I'm going to be the hero. Alvin Bragg decided he could throw Donald Trump in prison and become governor or president himself. 
His ego got the best of him, so he decided to pursue the Stormy Daniels case that Cyrus Vance, the legendary Manhattan DA, decided not to pursue. He decided he was going to do it better. Lo and behold, the Democrats, as they've learned more and more about what it will take, they're like, hey, dude, stop, stop, stop. Kill this. Don't don't go any further. Donald Trump has skyrocketed in the polls of Republicans because of this prosecution. Keep in mind, DeSantis is still undeclared. Nikki Haley, when she declared, went from 1% in the polls to close to 10% in the polls because a declared candidate gets more attention. People pay more attention. DeSantis is still an undeclared candidate, and yet he's doing fairly well. Trump is, though, doing better in national polling, just like Giuliani in 2007. When you have the specter, remember when uh, Mar-a-Lago was raided in August of 2022? Trump skyrocketed in polls. Republicans suddenly very favorable to Trump again. They circled the wagons. They protected their own. It doesn't really mean much. It's an emotional reaction to Democratic persecution, not prosecution, persecution of Donald Trump. And now the Democrats, they're having restless nights. They now understand how Alvin Bragg wants to pursue Donald Trump. He wants to charge Donald Trump with a state crime that is premised on a federal felony. No one has prosecuted Donald Trump for this federal felony. He hadn't been found guilty of a federal felony. And there are lots of ways of getting around this federal felony, which is why he hasn't been prosecuted. But Alvin Bragg thinks he can convince a Manhattan jury that Donald Trump committed a federal crime that can then be tied to a state crime that can then get Donald Trump thrown in prison. Maybe a Manhattan jury will go along with it because they hate him so much, but the appellate courts, they will throw it out more likely than not. Even Democratic prosecutors are starting to come forward and saying, hey, we all stopped this in New York because we realized there was no way to get this done. This guy is going to get Donald Trump elected. You know, if there is a case, if Donald Trump fights it, if they go to court and the case wouldn't happen till the end of this year or beginning of next year, suddenly you have Donald Trump found not guilty by a court of law or his case thrown out on appeal, he becomes the hero, a victim of a merciless prosecutor in New York, a prosecution gone awry, and Americans don't like that. The American people do not like reckless prosecutors. The American people understand that if you probe someone long enough, you can indict them for anything. You can get a ham sandwich thrown in jail if you give a prosecutor enough time to find a crime that the ham sandwich committed. They understand abuse of prosecution, and they do not like it, and they tend to be very sympathetic to the victims of abuse of prosecution. The Democrats, the left, they may despise Donald Trump. They may despise him, hate him, want him under the jail, not in jail, but under the jail. But it doesn't matter. It's the moderates you have to worry about. It's the independents you have to worry about. They like to punish reckless prosecutors. And this is starting to be dawning on the more reasonable Democrats out there. They see Donald Trump going up in the polling of the Republican primary. They're like, oh, we're going to not only give this guy the nomination. If he's found not guilty, he's going to win. He's going to beat Joe Biden. Remember, only one in four Democrats want Biden to even run for re-election. I mean, we'll, we'll get into this. Biden is alienating Democrats left and right these days. 
Uh, and now you got Ron DeSantis on tour, who's doing well himself. He's winning in the state level polling. Uh, you know, it's funny. The the Trump team is attacking Ron DeSantis as supported by Jeb Bush, but Trump just hired Jeb Bush's uh, district director in New Hampshire, who cost Jeb Bush New Hampshire. The guy lost New Hampshire for Jeb Bush and just got hired by Donald Trump. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that there are a lot of Republicans out there who are trying to get on Donald Trump's payroll to sabotaging. Maybe this guy is doing this as well in New Hampshire. So he's a, he's a, a big politico in New Hampshire. He knows how to win New Hampshire, except Jeb Bush hired him and he didn't. And now Trump has hired this guy in New Hampshire to help him win New Hampshire. What if he doesn't? I wonder if the Trump people say, oh, everybody's trying to sabotage poor Don, who hires the best people you know. He only hires the best people. He tried to hire Bill Gates as a policy advisor on COVID. That report came out of the Daily Mail yesterday. Bill Gates saying Donald Trump tried to hire him. Bill Gates of Jeffrey Epstein fame, of Microsoft fame, Bill Gates, that Bill Gates, the Bill Gates who wants population control. Donald Trump tried to put him on the payroll because he hires the best, the best. And now he's hired Jeb Bush's guy in New Hampshire who lost Jeb Bush that state. It's only a matter of time before the diehard Trump supporters decide that all these people that Donald Trump himself hired, it's their fault, they're sabotaging him. And he needs to get better people. But who? These are supposed to be the better people. I have not only converted my entire family to Bull and Branch sheets, but a lot of my friends as well, because I actually believe in them. You can feel the craftsmanship. And the amazing thing is that these sheets get softer every time you wash them. Don't believe me? Give them a try. Right now, you can get early access to Bull and Branch's spring sale. You use code ERIC, that would be my name, E-R-I-C-K, and get 20% off today at BowlinBranch.com. That's BowlinBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. The promo code is ERIC. Exclusions apply. See the site for details. I got to tell you guys, these sheets are designed for incredible night sleeps. They're made without toxins. They're free from synthetic pesticides, formaldehydes, harsh chemicals. They fit really deep mattresses, and I've got a thick mattress, and they don't shrink up, which is great. Take care of the sheets. The sheets take care of you, and you get a 30-night risk-free guarantee with free shipping and returns on all U.S. orders. And right now, use code ERIC to take 20% off today at BolandBranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com, promo code ERIC. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, if you want to be on the show, 877 877- Nine seven three seven four two five. Let's see. I want to go to the phones. Am I pronouncing your name right, Chevis? Yes, you're pronouncing it right. Excellent. It's like the Scotch. You, you got it. Uh, that's, that's what I was looking at. I was like, is this like the Scotch? Perfect. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Sorry, my son is getting in the car from school. So I heard you. I love your show. I heard you kind of going on a little rant earlier about what to do with the Legos after the kids have built them. Yes. So I wanted to put you on to a place called Atlanta Brick Company. It's in Fayetteville, and it's a buy-sell exchange store exclusively for Legos. Really? Atlanta Brick Company? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to Google these people. Uh, my, my personal opinion is that uh, we should make death row prisoners have to walk across all of them on their way to the electric chair and, and just get them started early. 
Um, that, I mean, that's perfect, perfect punishment on the way out the door. <laughs> um, I, but this, this is good to know. It, 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 I just, I have always been befuddled by this because my kid has these Legos. They're all over the house. They're these elaborate constructions. Like, so what do you actually do with these? Once you've built it, what do you do? So that's good to know. Yeah. All yeah, right. My son takes puts them out together sometimes, but you can take the sets and exchange them for new sets at this store. All right, I I am intrigued by this, Chevis. Thank you very much for that. That that's great information. I need to, I need to look Atlanta Brick Company, not not the bread company, the brick company. It's not real bricks. It's the Lego bricks, not the cocaine bricks either. Just the Lego bricks. Um, I I, I just I I really do think that one one punishment, and it's 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 cruel, but it's not unusual because it happens to anyone who has kids. So it would fit in the, the, the Eighth Amendment is make the death row inmates walk across the Legos on the way to the old Sparky. I mean, you might as well, like, give them an introduction to hell on their way there. <laughs> Someone learned, that's so cruel, Mr. Erickson. I can't believe you would say something like that. Have you ever stepped on the Legos? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, oh, oh, Longoria. Uh, Charlie Longoria is is telling me about this as well. That that it's it's a cool place. Um, <laughs> yeah, I Longoria, I will pass those along to you um, definitely. By the way, that reminds me. Speaking of uh, my call screener, I, I need to play you some audio that was kindly surrendered to me just for my call screener. Low tea. I have that on file now, and we'll use that as you aggravate me. Right now, I don't want you to be aggravated. I want you all to go to omahasteaks.com. They're having their 50% off sale. 50% off Omaha Steaks site-wide. You get incredible seafood. You get ready-made sides. You get desserts. You get... (laughs) Uh, Can't say that on radio. Nope, nope. We got him, Longoria. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson. I, I I feel compelled sometimes to say it actually is my real name. You, you would be surprised. So people in radio, everybody has these, these fake names. I don't understand why people do that. Just own your name. Uh, use your name. And my name actually is Eric Erickson. Now, I'm going to go to the phones to someone whose name is Austin. You're going to be up next. Welcome on the, to the show. Hey, Eric, thank you so much, man. I, I love your show. I'm a 38-year-old male and, and started driving rideshare a few years ago, and you have shaped so much of my political and worldview just with your spiritual talk as much as your politics. So oh, man, I, I love well, you. I, <laughs> I apologize to your loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thank you because I have five children, and I'm really upset at Miss Camp um, for campaigning about school choice and 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 not holding up to her into the bargain and voting and any other politician out there doing the same thing and i've already uh you know a couple years ago i had the conviction that getting into political debates on on social media was spiritually unhealthy for me good for <laughs> and you so i i stopped i stopped posting about politics for a while and and today i just had to post something i posted in our community um Facebook page about Miss Camp and and, wish, and and just trying to get the word out to our community and I'll probably even post a segment of this from uh, from y'all's website to, to our community page so people can hear because six thousand dollars a year 
for six students could pay for private security at my son's private school where he's learning the values that I want him to learn as a believer, not mm-hmm. just the education that I want him to have. And, and, you know, for her, when every parent in the, in America right now is worried about the safety and security of their children while they're at school, you know, for a school that only has 50 students, we could have two armed security guards plus give our teachers a raise plus have plenty of leftover for uh, field trips and supplies for our school. And, and she took that away. It, it, you know, they're not getting it already, but neither are the public schools. And I am just so furious about this. And so, Eric, I thank you for all you're doing and putting these words out and helping us activate and helping us. And, and I may throw my hat in the ring to run against her, but something's got to change. Look, uh, Austin, I appreciate your passion tremendously, and, and I'm glad you have it. And for those of you, l- let me just step back for a minute. I don't just have a local show in Georgia anymore, but this is it's a it's a national issue. Republicans nationwide have realized school choice is not just a good thing to do for kids, but it's a good thing to do for Republicans. See, you give parents a way out of the public school systems where they're being indoctrinated and not educated, and you're going to build a constituency for yourself. 16 Republicans voted against school choice in Georgia and killed the legislation. 16 Republicans in the State House of Representatives, led by a man named Don Parsons, killed school choice legislation. In other words, they helped the state of Georgia continue to move to the Democratic side because of these 16 Republicans. And one of these was a lady named Beth Camp who said she would support school choice until she got elected and changed her mind. Don Parsons is a Republican from Cobb County, Georgia, who has been there since 1996. 30 years this man has been voting with the Democrats despite being a Republican and had the audacity in a closed-door meeting to stand up and berate his colleagues for supporting school choice, telling them they should respect his seniority, respect his authority. And they killed it. They killed it. 89 to 85 was the vote. One Democrat supported it. One Democrat supported it. I honestly think Governor Kemp should call a special session and force the issue. Sarah Sanders did that in Arkansas. Greg Abbott's doing that in Texas. The Arkansas Republicans embraced school choice. Florida Republicans, led by Ron DeSantis, just expanded school choice in Florida. You know, let, let me read you. Let me read you this. This is a this is an email from Michael Duncan. Michael Duncan is the superintendent of schools in Pike County, Georgia. 
Yesterday, the state house voted on a bill that would allow public funds to be diverted to private schools with no accountability and no financial transparency. And that's not true. A lie in the very first sentence. Our state house representative and former school board member, Beth Camp, took a courageous stand against incredible pressure and voted no. The bill failed to get a majority vote. She shared with me the legislation did little to address the underlying variables that resulted in many schools being labeled as failing. You got that? She's more concerned with getting rid of the failing school label for public schools than she is saving the kids. If you, and this is the school superintendent. If you see Beth around town, please take a moment to express how grateful we are for her continued support. If you see Beth Camp around town, you give her a piece of your mind about her killing the ability of your kids to escape a failing school. Do it to Don Parsons as well. Do it to all the Republicans who oppose this legislation. It barely failed. They need to bring it up. The, the governor should call a special session for school choice. He should make it a hill to die on. He finally, he got into the room last night towards the end. Uh, they should have brought it back up for a vote. They should pass school choice. They should call a special session. Bring them back here. Hold these Republicans accountable. I will get the names of every single one of the Republicans who voted against it. And you know what it is? A lot of them are in rural parts of the state. Some of them, though, are up in North Georgia where they have to deal with me on the radio. Beth Camp, Don Parsons, and the others. I want the names of all of them. And I think we should make them famous. I think we should make sure everybody nationwide knows who killed the ability to get kids out of these woke, indoctrinating public schools and into private schools. I think we need to know their names. I think we need to expose them so that you, when you see them on the road, you can give them a piece of your mind. I mean, it's what the left does, y'all. Now, I say all the time our ways are not their ways, but when it comes to political action, the left gets in their faces and tells them you should vote our way, and they did. These school superintendents got in their faces and bullied them and pressured them and told them to stand up for us. Don't you want to support your local schools? Why aren't the parents doing this? Make them, make them famous so the parents can get in their face and give them peace of their mind because they're hearing from the school superintendents. They're not hearing from the parents, are they? They're not hearing from the parents. I will educate you and I will motivate you and I will activate you so that you can engage with Don Parsons and Beth Camp and all the others. More than one of whom campaigned on supporting school choice. And when they were on the ballot, they said they'd vote for it. And then they got there and they stabbed you and your kids in the back. The week of a school shooting, they stabbed you and your kids in the back on giving you a way out of a failing school. That's what they did. That's what they did. And you know what's so striking is that some of the ones who voted against it are in areas where there are no private schools. So it doesn't affect them at all. But let me tell you something else. A lot of these people... They're in rural Georgia, and they want the legislature to give them all sorts of things. Like, for example, the legislature passed a law that allows heavier trucks on roads than should be on roads. They may damage the roads, but they feel like the farmers need these heavier trucks. I, I think these suburban Republicans who support the school choice 
should probably stop giving these rural legislators what they want until they're willing to support school choice for these suburban areas. You support school choice for suburban areas, we'll support your for the farmer agenda. Horse trade. Stop giving them what they want until they give you what you want. You all want school choice in your schools where, for example, take Don Parsons. Don Parsons is in a community where a local PE teacher dragged first graders in to show them a video to get them comfortable with same-sex relationships as first graders so that they would know that same-sex relationships are an option for them in first grade. A PE teacher did this in Cobb County, Georgia, and Don Parsons doesn't want to give his Cobb County constituents a way out of that. Make them famous. And I know Don Parsons and Beth Camp and all the others are out there saying, well, we'll just get through this week and it'll all blow over, which means I have to talk about this every week till kingdom come. I have to mention their names every week. So everyone from Connecticut to Portland, Oregon knows their names. And if you ever come down to Atlanta for anything, come to see the Braves, come to the Super Bowl, come to an NCAA tournament, and you're from Portland, Oregon, you can say, I wonder if that Don Parsons is here. I wonder where Beth Camp is. Everybody's got to memorize their names. We got to make them famous, nationally famous. We got to keep talking about this every single week until they are beaten, till they're primaried, till they're driven out, or they change their minds. That's what it's going to take. Forget being nice to these people. And let me tell you, let me pull you, let me pull you in here a little bit. Let me pull you in here. Last week, I mentioned a number of the people who were impediments to this are farmer Democrats turned Republicans. And I got an email message say, oh, please don't say this. They're saying they're going to kill it because you're being not nice to them all the way. Well, they killed it anyway. So stop being nice to these people. Make them famous. Light them up. Mention them every week on the radio. Mention them every week where you are. Stop being nice to them. Stop giving them what they want. Stop coddling them. Start actually making their lives miserable. So everywhere they go, they pay with their credit card. Someone looks at it and says, aren't you that person, Don Parsons, who killed my kid's ability to get out of a public school? Yep. Every single week, I'm going to have to talk about these people now. Mike, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. Mr. Erickson, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, I just had one comment, but to preface this, preface this, I wanted to say I do respect and admire you very much. Uh, Appreciate it. Every night before I go to bed, I not only pray for my children and grandchildren, but also for my parents, my brothers and their families, but also pray for you, and especially your wife. Thank you. And and also your children. Um, I just wanted to say, and I know you were talking about mental health a while ago. If the Congress and Senate were to be serious about mental health, then these so-called Democrats, whom I, in my opinion, refer to as socialist communists, would be out of jobs immediately. (laughs) <laughs> that's where our mental health begins as far as their rules, regulations, laws, whatever. Yeah, look. Every country, every country has a population with mental health issues, and I know that. But, yeah. you know, what you say is reality, and it is a valid point that, yes, you know, these people need help. And not every person 
with mental health has access to a gun and they're not going to use it. It's a very small percentage, probably less than a quarter of a percent. I don't really know. I'm just guessing. But still, I mean, what else are we supposed to do? Yeah, look, I'm... And again, to go full circle, Mike, and I got to leave you there, and I sure appreciate your kind comments. Um, If you weren't here for the beginning of the show, more kids were killed in nine American cities from gun violence due to gangs in 2021 than all school shootings combined from Columbine to now. 175 for one. 465 for the other. And Democrats don't want to enforce the laws on guns because they think it's racist. They don't want to arrest people for having guns who shouldn't have them. They think it's racist. They have gone down the woke intersectional rabbit hole into madness. And they would rather all these kids die unless they can ban one gun instead of enforcing laws that would take a lot of guns off the streets under existing laws. That is insanity. And all it's getting is more dead kids that could be saved. Now, I want to save you from, well, the stench of people like Don Parsons and Beth Camp lying to you and opposing school choice. We should run an Eden Pure on them and, and clean the air with them. Uh, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm is an electrostatic air purifier, which means it has an electrostatic plate that traps the pollen and the dust as it floats by. You can just wipe it out and you don't have to get a subscription to a, uh, to filters. What you can do as well, what I use it for is an, is an odor eliminator. You plug it in and it just wipes out odors. You get three of them. For less than $200 at EdenPureDeals.com, you put Eric in, E-R-I-C-K, as your discount code on the front page. You get three of them for less than $200. Now, uh, I use mine. In fact, I got one. I'm looking at it right now in my office. Uh, I've got it up here. Uh, I haven't had to use it, thankfully, but I keep one up here just in case with painters and stuff, paint fumes. You plug it up, and it wipes out odors. I keep one in my travel bag, too. It's like three times the size of an iPhone. It's a little bit thicker, a little bit wider. You can still hold it in your hand. You can plug it into the wall or use a USB cord in your car, and it just wipes out bad odors. It eliminates them. Pet odors, litter box odors, smoke odors, musty odors, cooking odors, wipes them out. You get three of them for less than $200. EdenPureDeals.com is the website, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Go to EdenPureDeals.com today. I've been teasing this story, and I'm I'm finally here towards the end getting to it, and it is kind of funny. So let's step back a month. Uh, the Biden administration signaled that it was going to oppose an effort by Republicans to roll back the new crime law in D.C. that would have uh, lowered a lot of offenses and made it easier to get out of jail for a lot of bad criminals. So the House Democrats opposed it. Then it got over to the Senate, and Joe Biden says, well, I'm not going to veto it if it gets passed, and the Republicans and Democrats combined passed the legislation. So House Democrats were made to look weak on crime, and then the Senate Democrats got to vote in favor of legislation that would um, roll back the D.C. law. And the House Democrats were furious with Biden for waiting until the legislation uh, got past the House of Representatives before saying anything. Well, House Republicans voted to end COVID-19 as an emergency, and Joe Biden opposed it. And all of the Democrats 
stood with Joe Biden and declared that COVID-19 is still a national emergency for which presidential power can be deployed. This morning, Joe Biden announced he would not veto it if it passed the Senate, and it has passed the Senate to end the COVID-19 emergency. And House Democrats are furious again. They're like, what is up with you, buddy? We keep voting for you the way you tell us to vote. Then you stab us in the back and make us look bad. They're absolutely furious with Joe Biden for doing this. And it's absolutely hysterical. Um, None of these people really want Joe Biden to run for president again. That's the dirty little secret. House and Senate Democrats, if they whisper behind the scenes, say he's not really fit to run for president again, but who do we have? We don't have anybody. He's the only one who can run, so we're stuck with him. They don't want to be stuck with him, but they got to be stuck with him. And now they are spitting nails mad in the House that he keeps telling them, uh, go down this path. They do, and then he says, oh, my bad. I'm going to side with the Republicans. (laughs) They deserve it. They deserve to be exposed, and now they can use Senate Democrats' votes against the House Democrats in all these swing districts. I mean, that's the most important thing here is in 2024, the way the economy is probably headed is – Uh, Democrats are probably going to lose some seats, and now it's going to make it even worse for them. 